Amen. You and your Wesley, I want to call your attention to just two verses of scripture that was read from that New Testament passage in Luke chapter 5. I believe the reading was beginning at verse 1 through verse number 11. Amen. I want to read again verses 4 and 5 uh, where it says this. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into the deep water, let down the nets for a catch. Verse 5. Simon answered, Master, we worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. You and Wesley, I want to share with you a simple thought. Simple thought is not deep or profound or prolific, but a simple thought. And the simple thought is this. Try it again. Did you hear what I said? Try it again. And that's the word today. Try it again. Would you say that with me? Try it again. Come on, let's say it like we mean it. Try it again. Amen. Try it, try it, try it again. Uh, Union Wesley, the text says in verse 1, and it came to pass as the crowd pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the sea of Genesaret. One translation says Galilee. The people pressed upon him to hear the word of God. That's what it says in verse 1. The people, they press upon him, that's Jesus, to hear the word of God. Can I say it again? They pressed upon him, or a crowd gathered around him to hear the word of God. So they gathered, they pressed, they crowded Jesus to hear the word of God. Union Wesley, as good as other ministries are, and as necessary as they all might be, hear me, you and I ought never decrease the reason or the priority for which people gather and which people come. Hear me, people come to the house of the Lord to hear the word of God. Hear me, I'm not, I'm not trying to throw shade at anybody today, but hear me, people come to hear the word of God. Praise team, it's good, it's good to hear the choir, it's good to see the liturgical dancers, it's good to see the mime, it is good to come for a fresh fire or a tea party, but understand the priority and the focus is for people to hear the word of God. Is there anybody here this morning today? You came with the primary focus to hear the word of God. 
believe that there's some people that's watching live stream that are watching so that they can hear the word of God. You and Wesley, as much as I love you and I do love you, hear me, I didn't come to see you. But I came because I need a word from the Lord. Amen. The Bible declares that the word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my pathway. The word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. The Bible says that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Hear me, if ain't, if ain't nobody said anything when it comes to the word, then you ought not say amen. You ought not feel compelled to say amen just because that is what you ought to say. No, if you ain't given me a word, then I ought not have to say a word. The Bible declares that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. There is nothing more important. There's nothing more central than the word of God. And you'll have to say, man, I know I'm right today. Nothing's more central. Nothing is more important than the word of God. Here, Wesley, I don't know about you, but I didn't, I didn't just make my mind up this morning and decide to come to church. No, I, I didn't just make my mind up and said, well, I, I feel like going to church. No, I, I didn't do that. Hear me, somebody. I, I, I made my mind up years ago. Long time ago, I made my mind up that if God wakes me up, on a Sunday morning and I ain't sick and I ain't in the hospital then hear me I'm going to the house of the Lord because I don't know about you but I need a word from the Lord the word will keep me as I face the challenges and the struggles that are out here waiting on me when I leave I need a word from the Lord and I made my decision a long long time ago and let me help somebody I, I made that decision long before I became a pastor because I can hear somebody saying well yeah you better show up you you the pastor and you are no no I made that decision before the Lord called me into ministry I made the decision that every Sunday I need a word from the Lord Union Wesley, we live in a culture and we live in a time whereby church is viewed as obsolete and antiquated. It is no longer seen as being in vogue to go to church. Listen, years ago, you could hardly meet anybody that didn't go to church. Come on and talk to me, Union Wesley. Listen, you were identified by the church that you went to. So listen, if you had a common name, let's say your last name was Williams, and somebody said, well, you know, Mr. Williams died, and they said, you mean Mr. Williams down there at the AME Zion Church? They say, no, Mr. Williams down at the Apostolic Church. You were identified based on the church that you went to because people use to go to church you had to say amen this morning amen. people
people used to go to church so they could receive a word from the Lord. But look at the degeneration and deterioration of our people. Look at how as a people there is so much of a lack of respect. Lack of respect for elders. Lack of respect for parents. It amazes me how children talk back to mama and daddy and say what they ain't going to do. I said, Lord have mercy. That would never happen in Bill and Janet Relford's house. You ain't ever talk back. You, you might try it one time. But after you come to next week. And listen, I'm not advocating abuse, but I am advocating that the Bible declares train up a child in the way that he or she ought to go. Something has happened wherein we have lost respect. Listen, husbands and wives don't respect each other. There's no respect for authority and leadership. Hear me, listen, there's not even the respect in the church that it used to be respect in the church of Jesus Christ. And if you ask me, if you ask Brian, Brian, what you think the problem is? Hear me, somebody ain't coming to church. Somebody ain't getting a word from the Lord. Because hear me, what really matters is how God wants us to live and how God wants us to behave. This is the house of God. And we gather, we press to come to this place so that we might hear a word from God. The text says that Simon Peter and James and John, the sons of Zebedee, and others had been fishing all night, but had caught nothing. The fishermen had fished all night again, but they had caught absolutely nothing. Hear me, they had done the right thing, but had nothing to show for it. They did what they were supposed to do, that is supposed to produce positive productivity. But they experienced, catch the word, fruitless productivity. They experience unprofitable experience. They, they experience something that seems pointless. They experience something that seems useless. Here's another word. It seems to have been a waste of their time. They've done all the right things, but they ain't got nothing to show for it. And I wonder this morning, Anybody ever been there where you've done what you were supposed to do? You did all of the right things only to experience fruitless productivity. It seems like it was pointless, useless, ineffective, and a waste of my time. Are you listening to me, Union Wesley? Is there anybody who's ever felt like in your relationship, this is a waste of my time. Now, now listen, if you sit next to him, don't you say amen. 
if, if you sit next to her you better not say oh glory hallelujah but hear me you just wiggle your toe and nobody 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 has has to know but sometimes in a relationship we feel like it's a waste of our time and sometimes even in the workplace even in our career we feel like it's a waste of my time hear me preachers sometimes in the ministry we can feel like it's a waste of our time moments like this are the time that makes you want to quit moments like this where it seems like it's a waste of your time will make you want to throw in the towel moments when it seems like it's a waste of your time will make you say the heck with all of this hear me somebody i said heck i i i ain't saying it. I, I said heck the bible says jesus shows up Jesus shows up at the place of failure. Hear me, Jesus will meet you and he will meet me at the place where we failed. And hear me, if Jesus meets us at the place of failure, hear me somebody, this is a nugget for you. He ain't meeting you at failure to further your failure. He's not meeting you at failure to add to your failure. He meets us at failure to turn failure into success. He meets us at failure to turn failure into victory. He meets us at failure to turn losing into winning. Hear me, is there anybody here today who is tired of failure? You're tired of losing and you want to experience victory in some areas of your life hear me Jesus has a way of meeting us at failure you in Wesley is there a witness in the house anybody in here not ashamed to admit that you were at a place of failure but thanks be to God Jesus met you at the place of failure the Bible says they were washing their nets and Jesus got into Simon Peter's boat Simon didn't invite him to step in to his boat Jesus just stepped in without Simon Peter's position and somebody needs to understand that the Lord don't need your permission he doesn't need your position. I know that Ro James sings the song that says permission, but understand he got it wrong. The Lord don't need your permission. He is sovereign and he can do whatever he wants to do when he wants to do it. Doesn't need our permission. Jesus stepped in the Simon Peter's boat and the text says he starts teaching that's right there in verse number three and can I add this parenthetically this morning Jesus uses the boat of Simon as a pulpit to teach or to teach or to preach the 
the word of God. So hear me, some teachers, some class leader, some Sunday school teacher, some officer or some minister, if Jesus can use a bolt to teach and to preach the word of God, I want to challenge you today to use whatever God has given you to teach and to preach the word of God. What you saying? Use Facebook to teach and to preach the word of God. Use Twitter like the president to teach and preach the word of God. Use Instagram. Use your lunchtime. Use the basketball court as an opportunity to teach and to preach the word of the Lord. Are you with me somebody? He uses Simon Peter's boat to teach and to preach the word of God. Failure is a good time for Jesus to step in. Jesus, Union Wesley, he is known for stepping into situations at the point of their failure. You do remember Lazarus, don't you, Union Wesley? Who had been dead four days, that's failure. When Jesus decides to step in. You know, Wesley, you remember the widow's son of name who was on her way to the cemetery. Failure. And Jesus stepped in. You remember Elisha when the brook had dried up. Failure. That's when the Lord stepped in. You and Wesley, you remember Daniel in the lion's den. That's failure. Shadrach, Meshach, and that bad Negro. That's failure. You do know that God will step in at failure and he'll meet you where you are. He'll step in to the operating room. He'll step in when you get to the bank. He'll step in when you go to the school. He'll step in when you don't know how you're going to pay tuition. He'll step in at the place that you need him to step in the most. Is there a witness in here who has seen the Lord step into the place that you needed the Lord to step in? And the Lord made a way out of no way because he stepped in. Amen. And when they finished cleaning and washing their nets then Jesus said launch out into the deep now hear me somebody launch launch out doesn't mean throw out your net no launch out simply means push out push out further push out a little deeper when you get into deeper water then you let down your net for a catch. Hear me somebody. See, see the catch the Lord has for you. The catch that God has with your name on it. You can't get it if you stay in shallow water. The catch, the blessing that God has with your name on it. You'll never receive it. If you stay in water that lacks depth, hear me somebody, some people are too shallow for you to be around. Hear me, there's some places that lack depth for you to stay there. There's some places that are too dinky and too tiny 
if you're going to receive the big deep blessing that God has in store for you I got to push out into some deep water because what God has in store for me is only for deep folk it's only for people that don't mind the Lord taking them deeper hear me the problem with too many of us is we still trying to fit in in relationships and places that are too small for where God wants to take you hear me it's too small and too shallow and too teeny weeny for you to stay right there God has bigger things in store for you got deeper things in store for you anybody glad to know that God has bigger and more in store for you God has deeper in store for you he says launch out yeah you got to push out Jesus says launch out into the deep Jesus says Simon in so many words I'm not going to do a new thing in your life catch this somebody He's saying, I'm not going to do a new thing in your life. Jesus says, this ain't the first time launch. No, Simon, this, this, ain't, this ain't the first time launch because, listen, you, you said you've been fishing all night and you ain't caught nothing. This ain't a first time launch. But Jesus says, I want to give you a relaunch. Yeah, I, I want you to launch a second time. I want you to launch again. Jesus is saying, I know it didn't go right the first time. I, I, I know that you've been toiling all night. But Jesus says, here it is, Union Wesley. He says, I want you to try this. Try it again. I, I know you tried it before, but he says, I want you to try it again. Do it again. And if you listen to me, then you will receive what only I am able to give you. Hear me, this ain't a new season for somebody. But the Lord is allowing you to relaunch. He's allowing you to try it again. So, so this is your try it again season. Hear me somebody, somebody needs to try the marriage again. This ain't a season to go to city hall and to file a divorce no try it again this this is not the season for you to turn your back on your job and to quit before you got another job this is the time you gotta try it again this, this ain't the time to tender your resignation when it comes to your leadership of your organization or your auxiliary the lord is saying try it again and if, if you try it again and let me use you then you'll get what only I and I alone am able to give you Simon gets angry and said master we've we've taught all night and we didn't catch nothing I wonder can't you hear his frustration I wonder if he's frustrated because please understand that that nighttime was considered to be the ideal time to fish not during the daylight so Simon Peter must be wondering well Lord if we didn't catch nothing at the ideal time to catch fish at night then why is it that you want us to catch fish during the day and then I believe that that Simon is frustrated 
he's frustrated with Jesus because Simon considers himself an expert fisherman his daddy was a fisherman and his daddy's daddy was a fisherman listen he may not have known anything else but he knew how to fish and here comes Jesus the son of a carpenter trying to tell the son of a fisherman how to fish can't you see the wind in his jaws he wants to say it but it doesn't come out of his mouth what you know about fishing but Simon Peter says nevertheless I'll do what you told me to do what a catch they made Union Wesley they caught more fish than they had ever caught at one time in their life they had never caught this many fish they caught so many fish according to the text that they called their partners in the other boats to come and help them because their boat was beginning to sink the folk in the other boat should have gone home a long time ago they had already washed their nets and and here they are still hanging around and the only reason they get blessed by the fish that's overflowing Simon's boat is because they stuck around to be blessed hear me somebody I just want you to know that there's such a thing called a stick around blessing listen sometimes it pays to stick around sometimes God will open the windows of heaven because you stuck around hear me somebody God will bless you with a miracle when you stick around God will bless you in ways that you thought could never happen if you just stick around God will bless you and heal your body if you stick around God will bless you and allow you to grow and mature if you stick around God will enlarge your territory if you stick around all I'm trying to tell somebody is stick around I said stick around don't you leave don't you quit stick around please understand that in the upper room they all got filled with the Holy Ghost because they stuck around you can't make me believe there's not something called a stick around blessing is there anybody here who's not ashamed to stick around because you know that when I stick around the Lord will bless me because I stuck around isn't that a good word today Union Wesley yeah because you stick around don't don't you quit don't you throw in the towel you're gonna miss your blessing because you stuck around I'm done that's 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 all I got that's a that's a that's a stick around blessing I'm I'm done but Union Wesley hear me this ain't the real blessing hear me the real blessing the real miracle is not the abundance of fish that they call hear me don't don't leave here celebrating the wrong thing that's that's not the real blessing that's not the real miracle somebody saying what you talking about hear me the Bible says in verse 8 
This Simon Peter ran to Jesus and said, I am a sinful man. Oh Lord, the Bible declares that they forsook all and followed Jesus because of the miracle of the fish. I'm done somebody, but the miracle ain't the fish. The miracle is that Jesus hooked Simon Peter. He hooked James and John, the sons of Zebedee, and he lets us know that if you stick around long enough, he'll hook you too. And when he hooks you, he'll hook your family. When he hooks you, he'll hook your neighbors. When he hooks you, he'll hook your brothers, your sisters. When he hooks you, he'll hook the neighborhood. All because you got hooked first. Is there anybody here who is glad today that one? One day the Lord hooked you. You ain't hooked on drugs and you ain't hooked on alcohol, but you are hooked on Jesus. Is there a witness? I'm hooked on the Lord. And when he hooks us, then we can hook others. Maybe our problem is, I really am done now, y'all maybe our problem is is we trying to hook folk and we ain't hooked ourselves it takes one to make one he must hook us first so that he can use us to hook somebody else